We might soon start to get some data on how the coronavirus is surging out of control in Ohio. Home sales in the state are hot, hot, hot. And one of Northeast Ohio's most mysterious death cases in recent years appears to be solved, and it's strange. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Friday, October 23rd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. For the sixth time in October, Ohio on Thursday set a new record for coronavirus cases with 2,425. Governor Mike DeWine said he sees no plateau in sight. A record 38 Ohio counties are now on red alert, including Cuyahoga, Jaga, Lake, Lorraine, Portage, Stark, Summit, and Mahoning in northeast Ohio. We were at 29 counties a week ago. Cuyahoga, Clark, and Hamilton could be the first counties to move into the worst category, purple, next week. Although the state's health records are kept in too unwieldy a form to figure out how the virus is spreading, DeWine said schools are not the cause of the surge. Last week, the state reported 589 new student cases in kindergarten through 12th grade schools and 292 for school staff. Former Ohio House Speaker Larry Householder raided his campaign finance account to pay almost $950,000 to lawyers since he was arrested over the summer in a $60 million first energy bribery scheme to get a $1.3 billion bailout from the legislature for two nuclear plants. Elected officials are prohibited from using campaign accounts for legal fees to defend themselves against criminal charges. The details of what Householder is doing come from the latest campaign finance reports filed this week. Householder is still a member of the Ohio House, but he was removed as House Speaker following his arrest. He and his House colleagues, all on the ballot November 3rd, have failed to repeal the corrupt First Energy bailout bill, even though the governor, the attorney general, and many others have demanded that they do so, raising questions about what is driving the actions of the members of the Ohio House. Now we have questions about how Householder is using his campaign fund. The Ohio Bureau of Criminal Investigation thinks it has solved one of Northeast Ohio's biggest mysteries in recent years, the death of Lafayette Township trustee Brian Macon. The verdict? He was the only person involved in his death. BCI concluded that there is no incontrovertible evidence indicating that others might have been involved, even though he was stabbed six times. Kaylee Remington reports Macron was reported missing after a township employee found his office in disarray in 2016, with clear signs of a struggle and blood present. A kayaker discovered his body in February 2017 in Chippewa Lake. He had no water in his airways, meaning he was not breathing when his body went into the water. Ultimately, the medical examiner said the signs of the struggle were staged. His death has not been classified as suicide, though, even though the finding is that he was the only one involved in the death. The official cause remains undetermined.
The Cleveland Teachers Union president filed a complaint with elections officials that said a mysterious group, with support from at least one local real estate developer, listed a false address on mailers to discourage voters against a property tax renewal and increase for the schools. The group aims to sink Issue 68, which would renew a property tax levy that accounts for 12% of the Cleveland Metropolitan School District's budget and add five mills to cover more expenses. Developers appear to be fighting it because the tax would make their developments less attractive to buyers or renters, but most are keeping their identities secret because of campaign finance laws. Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost has filed a friend-of-the-court statement in a state legislator's effort to get Governor Mike DeWine arrested for crimes because of his coronavirus restrictions. Yost is not friendly to this effort. He accuses the lawmaker, John Becker, of making the effort only as a political stunt. Yost has asked a state appeals court to sanction Becker to deter others in similar cases. Yost wants Becker to pay the attorney's fees of the county prosecutor who has declined the request to arrest the governor or force Becker to spend a day observing criminal trials so he can better understand the gravity of the matters in the justice system he is abusing. Said Yost, it is important that these efforts fail visibly as law enforcement would be mandated to run willy-nilly hither and yon across the countryside investigating what amount to be private political complaints that are properly resolved at the ballot box. Thanks for listening to the news briefing each day. We'll be back Monday with another week of news. The team at Cliven.com and The Plain Dealer wishes you a wonderful weekend. 